0: what's up what's up it's this is episode 54 and this is clash the clash. sibling rivalry podcast yeah we're gonna get the sound effects one day guys let's get in the three digits episodes it's probably
1: mad easy to do too like just
0: i think it is i think you just need a soundboard
1: symbol crash on my spacebar. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah get the worst sound <laughs> effects get the cheapest sound effects ever <laughs>
1: That sounds like you're hitting a ten, a, a pot, a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> then we don't have honest. to
0: credit anybody because we'll be making our own sound effects. Oh
1: yeah, for sure.
0: But guys, welcome. Let's not get too meta here at the beginning. Word. Welcome back. uh We took a break last week. That was a hundred percent my fault. So please don't blame Tiz. <laughs> it's uh, all good. If you were waiting on an episode, it was on me. Like I die. Sometimes I die, guys. I'm like a phoenix. I die. Yeah, no. And then it takes me a week to be reborn from the ashes. Look, we and do other
1: stuff besides just the pot. So like, that's true. Got to work with us. Sometimes.
0: Like, I don't want to, but you <laughs> exactly. know, to be a functioning member of society, unfortunately, I have to do stuff.
1: Y'all can help fix that, though. Y'all can make it so we don't yeah, have to do Yeah, you could,
0: stuff. but we won't beg you to do that. We, yeah. we ain't about that life. Nah. Uh, we going to keep it, keep it going like we always do. For sure. But yeah, so first first things first, up at the top, uh, I'm going to get the business out of the way. Because, you know, I'm business in the
1: front, party in the back. Uh, I don't know why I like that saying so much. <laughs> it's, just, it's appropriate.
0: Keep your professional face forward, it, it you know? Is. But uh, so, as always, as you guys are...
1: Hold up. Before, <laughs> when you say that, I just imagine, like, you're going to work in, a, like, a full three-piece business suit, but it's literally just shaved off in the back. Just like bare back. Yeah, in the cheeks. back,
0: in the back, it's like rainbow sequins and it says like "juicy" across the back. <laughs> we did. And to then find I got like, like that. <laughs> I got like a nice professional cut, but then in the back, there's like a rat tail with yeah. like beads and stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I feel you. It's insane. But um, so yeah, as always, as you guys are listening today, I'm gonna shout it out at the top. You can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. That's siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. If you have trouble spelling that, like it's all across the bottom of the podcast you're listening to right now. So that is not an excuse. Right in the description. And also, yeah, just copy paste, you know. And then also you can find us on Twitter at srclash (laughs) underscore pod. But as, as as a... society and nature and any other factor you want to include in this statement has uh put upon us this week. Uh we're gonna I guess have that uncomfortable co- conversation that everyone has had to have in the past week. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like I straight up asked uh Tiz earlier this week because I was like, do we address this? Do yeah. we address the nation from our small our small piece that we have in everything? But you know feel I'm really feeling the the color of my skin this week, mm-hmm. and I, I I usually don't, and that's why I'm like I, I at the same time was just like, do we even talk about this? Because this is not how I operate in my daily life. But yeah. you know, there's a there's a element of social responsibility for sure that we want to upkeep. So with yeah. that, with me saying that, I'm gonna go ahead and let Tiz uh, say what he needs to say to y'all
1: yeah so I mean, I mean first, I just I think it's important, well, obviously, us being uh two black hosts, just like and and having a platform now and and people might be out there listening, even though y'all don't ever speak up, but I won't hold that against y'all, um, but people out there <laughs> listening um i think I think we do, like you said, have kind of a social responsibility to at least talk a little bit about it, and I'm not the most articulate when it comes to like serious topics so that's why i won't spend too too much time but um i will when i i will at the end of this uh kind of re- i probably recommend you to some people who articulate it better who i listen to um but i just i just think it's the 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 country's obviously in a nasty a nasty place right now like mm-hmm. um rest in peace george floyd the the obvious obviously we're again having to deal with the the whole police brutality issue police brutality issue um in our country and it's just honestly it's like it's it's sad to see um yeah and it's it's just very unfortunate um but i think i think i think i want to say like we 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 support the cause you know we're for it and i think personally that if this had to happen i'm I don't want to say glad, but I'm like, I'm. It's good that it's happening sooner than as opposed to later. You know what I mean? Yeah. If 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 change is the the desired outcome, um,
0: because I think and just to add, not to interrupt you, I'll let you keep going. But I'll just to add to that, like, for the people that may have been suffering in silence, it's better that that it happened now rather than later. Mm -hmm. So just add to that point is like people have dealt with this and nobody's listening to them i hope that they're being listened to now.
1: yeah exactly um and like i said i'm i'm not really too good at talking about stuff like this so um i do i definitely do though want to urge our listeners to you know do what you can um to support you know donate uh protest if that's your thing uh sign all the petitions you know just spread awareness just do everything you can and i think i think i guess at this point it's just the very very beginning but at least it's a first step towards you know changing things for the better yeah. hopefully um but i do want to recommend you guys to two there are two other podcasts i listen to um with black Hosts that kind of articulated this and and you know went on for way longer than we are about it um but first uh Shout out to the Joe Budden podcast. These aren't as family friendly as ours, though. I'll just give you that warning. Um, <laughs> but the Joe Budden podcast, they they covered it for pretty much a whole episode, two episodes, um, and they just go really in depth. And I just think they kind of say it really the best. And then a uh, second one I listened to was the Brilliant Idiots podcast, um, and they also you know do a similar thing. They have a pretty much a whole episode dedicated to it. So I'm gonna point y'all to those. Um, for my lack of being able to to like because i don't want to say the wrong thing you know what i mean like because i'm yeah i literally just when i talk i just kind of spill things out so yeah um i don't have anything written or anything like that so i'll just point you guys over there and and i um, think you've
0: been pretty proactive on twitter
1: in yeah your, for sure in
0: your uh shyness for lack of a better yeah. your reservedness
1: yeah like i've been trying yeah. to but um, but, yeah, hopefully the rest of our show will serve as, you know, some form of light in these dark times and yeah. keep y'all entertained and help y'all stay positive. Stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah.
0: And all I'll say is, look, uh, I, I take the approach of leaving the fight to those who have the experience of these things that happen those who have close loved ones who have dealt with pro- pro- police brutality those who have dealt with police brutality in their own personal lives because i always have felt fortunate for the way that i was raised and where i was raised and i know for, sure. for my people out there who know me you know we always used to trash talk Dover Delaware but look <laughs> yeah. there's one thing i can there's one thing i can say about Dover Delaware which is that i never growing up felt the color of my skin i mm. never felt like i couldn't do something because i was black right. i never felt like i couldn't talk to somebody because i was black and it was like shout you out know, to our
1: parents for like you know setting that foundation yeah, too like
0: absolutely and you know the fact that i had a white boyfriend was never an issue right so those types of things that It kind of upsets me because I just don't if we continue, I have the mentality that if we continue to deal in the colors of our skin, that we're only going to continue to deal with the repercussions of those discussions, whereas if we look at each other as individuals and on a case by case basis we might actually see some progress because you see the person within and not with just what they look like on the outside. Right. And there have been people that have surprised me. And then there's been people that continue to perpetrate the stereotype that we're fighting against right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't control all of that. And so as somebody who feels like I don't feel helpless, but I also don't feel the need to be out in the streets right now either. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that may feel similar to that way, don't, don't feel like you shouldn't feel bad either yeah and that's one thing i wanted to say is like people shouldn't be made to feel bad because they don't understand or they don't know what to do yeah and so i see a lot of that happening on twitter i saw i got really upset and i really tried not to interact with twitter but i just got really upset for all these people uh apparently uh because this kind of speaks to our topics where apparently on nickelodeon uh, there was a like seven to eight to nine minute uh, delay or broadcast. Stop of it was a blackout. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. there was an uh, not so much an ad but a PSA. It was a black screen, mm-hmm. uh, white text, just talking about police brutality, and it had the sound of uh, the man a man breathing Mm -hmm. uh, for that period of time. And I understand that Nickelodeon was trying to be socially responsible and acknowledge what was happening on what Mm -hmm. was happening. But people, the mother got on Twitter. She was very upset that this was broadcast and her child was scared and confused. And she got on Twitter to, let that upset out and people just attacked her and I say I got so upset because I said you cannot attack this woman yeah. for wanting to protect her child yeah. and it's like people are like just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean you should and I said yeah but if this child is seven or eight or nine they might not be ready to have that conversation right. and you cannot force a mother to to have that conversation with her child or a parent right or anybody like that so i just want to say you know you guys if you're gonna fight the good fight fight the good fight but don't chastise others for staying out of it because you know there might be making it better by staying out of it instead of getting involved being uninformed and getting involved and causing more problems
1: that i definitely agree with so because if if people aren't like, I'd rather somebody not say something than to yeah. just say whatever, but not while not knowing, you know, what they're actually saying and maybe doing damage. Um, right. But yeah. Because it's like,
0: I have my opinions, but it's like, I know where my opinions belong. Yeah. You know, so keep them in the right place. But to all those that are out there fighting a the good fight for the rest of us, I, you know, my heart goes out to you. Yeah. You have my, you have my uh, social support, you know.
1: Right. So. For sure,
0: and I'll let I'll let the rich people get their money out because that's what they're good at. <laughs> so <laughs> well,
1: hopefully they do <laughs> some of but, them. And then yeah, uh, as,
0: as Tiz did, I'll. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking of, our grandmother was fussing about Tiger Woods the other day, and I was <laughs> I was oh, like, no. leave that man alone. What Tiger did? Well, it was just that he wasn't giving up any money, and I'm like, that man is not like. She's like, he's black, he's, and I said, no, his father is black. His Mm. mother is not, and he has the right to claim whichever side he wants to claim. Mm. Sorry, that's the freedom in America. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, if now if a whole bunch of population of black people look at him differently after that, that's that's on on him him too. Yeah, that's he got (laughs) to deal
1: with the repercussion.
0: But yeah, like he doesn't have any social responsibility to pay out of his pocket right now. He wasn't involved in all that. So, but anyway i digress and i'll just say uh i want to recommend uh uh castle super beast podcast and also uh the woolly versus uh channel on youtube uh because they they didn't do a whole episode but they did a a good 20 to 30 minutes talking about how uh scientific facts and research can be used to fight this type of fight Mm. and so coming from Statistics perspective, they they kind of briefly speak about how more community communities where there are more programs
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, don't have situations like this. That makes so, sense. Uh, I I recommend that to anyone who's interested in that type of approach to this. But interesting. Otherwise, I would like to get back to our weekly escape because yeah. that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, we can get back
1: to to the positive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, so.
0: On that quick note, while we're up top, before we get weak, so weird thing happened, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know how, like, this is one of those things where, like, when somebody finds a weird clip of news somewhere and then they start sharing it with everybody, I felt like I was on the ground floor of some weird news, like coming from a weird
1: place. Oh, really? So, back
0: in Oh like
1: you wait like you saw you saw the scoop live you saw Yeah like I
0: heard the scoop like I wasn't live I'm like 3 episodes behind on that podcast but mm. you know I don't know how many people were listening that right, would be right. able to connect
1: to it I got you
0: So uh, back in let's say I think it was like 2005 2006 maybe 2004 even uh there was a little animated show on MTV called Clone High USA
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm
0: <laughs> Do you remember this show, Tis?
1: Oh yeah, that was my show. Okay.
0: Okay. So there this is a show this is a show on MTV, came on late. Uh it was the premise a bunch of the of show Canadians, was, right? Yeah, it was I believe it was a Canadian show. And the premise of the show was that uh there was a high school of students where the student body was created from clones of historical figures from all over. So you're talking, like, the main characters were Abraham oh, wait, Lincoln. wait,
1: what? Wait, what? I never knew that. You did Wait, what? I never knew that.
0: <laughs> you didn't know they were clones?
1: Nah. I didn't know why it was called Clone High.
0: <laughs>
1: you were also, like,
0: nine, so it's yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but so the, the student body was... Uh, they were clones of historical figures, and I think... There was this over... It was a very silly show. It was a very, like, referential show, kind of how, like, Family Guy is, where they would make references to things. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, but, I, I don't know why Family Guy is called Family Guy. I just thought <laughs> they just randomly named these shows. <laughs> the, <laughs> I mean, I know he's a guy in a family, but, like...
0: This is, like, a whole other episode where we're just gonna <laughs> find out the things you would never understand. <laughs> I
1: never knew. It's a lot. I guarantee it.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh... You had like Joan of Arc, uh Abraham Lincoln and Gandhi were like your main characters. Oh my and then God, you, they'd it all have like sense, huh? they had JFK, they had Marie Curie, they had, they had uh, Cleopatra.
2: Ponce,
0: Ponce de Leon. Yeah, they had Cleopatra. And so they had all these characters. The overarching dark plot of this show was that the scientist who was also the principal, mm. uh, uh Cinnamon, I believe his name was, <laughs> uh, he was in charge of raising these clones because they were going to be some type of like futuristic army so you have all these Mm -hmm. great minds of history albert einstein all that and they were going to like train them to be like this military force but you know it's a high school setting so angst uh you know dating all these teen topics came up over the course of 12 episodes so the show ended on like the worst cliffhanger ever um One of the ones that, in my mind, goes down in, like, eternal history for me of, like, Jesus, I need this show to come
1: back. Really? And, um. I don't even remember, to be honest. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs)
0: Uh, That's why I'm, like, I I know I'm on my lonesome trying to describe all this, but I know you, I know you're aware of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember. So.
0: Uh, so after the show ended there much like a lot of shows that had a cult following and the there was this petition that went up and it was like, this petition has like hundreds of thousands of signatures of people who wanted this sh- another season of this show. Mm-hmm. And so then years pass, petition dies. Uh, people forget about it other than when they're making inside jokes with their friends. And uh, you know, we kind of just gave up. And so I'm listening to, Another show that I love, uh, Scrubs, uh, Mm. which was a show back in the later 2000s, Mm. ran for nine episodes, and the two main characters in Scrubs- There was only nine episodes
1: of that show?
0: uh, Nine seasons, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I
1: was about to say.
0: And the two main characters, uh, Turk and JD, uh, Donald Faison and Zach Braff, started their own podcast doing a rewatch of Scrubs. Oh, wow. So I'm listening to that because we have plenty of time to kill, and it's so much fun it's enjoyable because they're real friends and uh, real best friends in real life. And mm. it's been fun. So I'm on like episode 10 of the podcast and their producer comes on. This was his second time, uh, Bill Lawrence. He was the creator of the show. Mm. And he brings up this story where he was like, so you guys remember I was the, one of the producers on a little show called clone high. Mm. And so my ears, immediately my ears are just like, Boop. like, Whoa. And so they were talking about how, so Zach and Donald, the guys from Scrubs, actually did some voice work on Clone High because they recorded the voiceovers for Clone High in the basement of the hospital mm-hmm. where they recorded Scrubs. Cause they were kind of going on at the same time for a little while. Mm-hmm. So Bill goes on, cause so one of the hosts, uh, Zach, I can't remember if it was Zach or Donald, but they asked Bill, they go, you know, so is there anything like, are we gonna ever see Clone High again? And so Bill takes the longest pause and goes, mm, Well, I'm not at liberty to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And then he laughs. And so I'm just like, are we going to get new Clone High? Are we going to get more Clone High? Like, I'm freaking out. And I immediately go to Twitter. And there's one, two guys that I know that I've heard talk about Clone High on YouTube. And I immediately am like, guys, news. And I I spell words wrong. I feel so awful because I couldn't fix my tweet.
1: I'm
2: weak.
0: And so he, like, one of the guys... So this is a show, another show, the podcast I tweet this to. I've been mm. following them since 2011. I've mm. never gotten a response from them. I get him to retweet this tweet. So oh, it's, wow. like, two huge things happened this week where I'm yeah. just, like, my head is exploding because I'm, like, I think I got the scoop on something. I think something awesome is coming back. And I got acknowledged by somebody that I've been following <laughs> for years.
1: <laughs> I could I could definitely see a Clone High sequel happening. Like,
0: But I... So these dudes did, uh, the guys that did Clone High did Into the Spider Verse. Oh, they did, did uh, Cloudy. They did the animated Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is actually a really good movie if you check it out.
1: I've heard Um, of that, but I can't think of what it was about.
0: So I think they go by, it's like the brothers lord and taylor or something Mm -hmm. but like it's a it's a duo and so yeah they've they they did into the spider they've done great things since clone high but i'm like i would be over the moon and i'm i'm curious i'm saying this on the podcast this week because i'd be curious to hear if anyone else out there remembers clone high and is a fan of clone high um, i would love to hear from you because let's get this hype train started
1: today for sure i'm with it i support i support the movement
0: yeah i miss good
1: animation yeah for sure was it what that came on not adult swim right Uh, uh, no it was mtv was it mtv okay
0: yeah it was an mtv show
1: okay because
0: they had uh one of my favorite bands came out uh the band in pools did the entire soundtrack for that show and i ended up loving that band because Mm -hmm. i watched that those shows those episodes so many times
1: oh wow that's pretty cool so
0: i i'm down i'm like please make that happen
1: yeah i mean we've talked a couple of things into being on this podcast already you know yeah yeah <laughs> this could be another one
0: i feel like- i'm just saying i'm just saying but yeah with that being said what did you do this week
1: um so my week didn't consist of a super lot um but i watched the code geass movie and i don't know before I go into this, I don't know if I said this or not, but I think I changed my stance. <laughs> well, I, I won't even say I changed it, but I looked at, so I keep a top 10 list of like my favorite anime on my phone just, you know, just cause mm-hmm. you never know when it's gonna come up. Um, but I I realized I had Death Note one, one notch above Code Geass on really? my top 10 list, yeah so probably for all the reasons that you said when we did the verses, but um but i was like you did pick gay as your pick yeah in the verses, right okay yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. i thought um but i think my actual feeling is probably slightly death note um <laughs> but Kogias still classic death note still classic just wanted to get that admit that get that out the way um, but yeah, I watched Kogi the the Kogiaz movie, uh, Lelouch of the Resurrection. I can't really say too much if you plan on watching the rest of the show because okay. it will spoil the show. But um, it's a good movie. It's got uh good animation, good fight scenes. It's got Lelouch doing his Lelouch stuff, you know, playing chess <laughs> against whoever he happens to be up against. Um, there's a weird time mechanic in it that I that uh, that's not really a spoiler just to say that, but um, okay. it ends up playing out kind of cool. Um, and from what I understand, this movie ties is like what bridges the gap from season two to the. I think they announced another season is coming back, um, oh, okay. a final wow. season. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I believe they said they there was and that this movie was like bridging the gap in between um so i would be hype if that did happen um, kind of
0: like what maiden abyss did
1: yeah exactly um but then aside from that movie i also started and um i'm pretty close to the end now to uh twin star exorcist i think All right, I, I
0: need to i definitely need to hear your opinion on this
1: i think i mentioned it a little bit um but so to me it reminds me of like bleach mixed with sword art Okay. um bleach for like the the exorcism the heavy exorcism concepts and like these beings of like malice that have to be exorcised and mm-hmm. and just the way they go about it um they have human some of them have human forms like in bleach and and all that type of stuff um and then sword art literally just because of like the relationship between the two main characters uh uh Benio and and uh Dang it, what's the main character's name? Uh, Rokuro, Benio and Rokuro. Um, their relationship is kind of to me exactly the same as Asuna and Kirito from Sword Art. Um, okay. Basically, they're just a couple or whatever. Um, but honestly, I mean, it's a decent show. Like, I'm not. By the time I got to, I'll say, like the fourth episode, I think it was interesting enough for me to you know keep watching like they do Mm -hmm. i think interesting things with the plot they're they're good at like the way they leave things hanging to make you kind of want to see what happens next um there's good plot twists in there um i can say that without spoiling um the animation overall is pretty good like it's better than i thought it was going to be going into
0: How, how do our characters develop
1: um very what's the word predictably (laughs) <laughs> um like very predictably so like honestly this is not even a spoiler so the main characters Benio and 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 um Rokuro when they first so they're like destined to get married or whatever but yeah. obviously when they first meet they don't like have anything in common they don't like each other at all they don't get along at all um but f- obviously from that point you know exactly where it's leading to like they're gonna fight together they're gonna get closer like eventually they're going to love each other. Um, so that's very predictable. Um, okay. Because that's
0: one thing I, I thought that was very different about, like, Blue Exorcist.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I went into Blue Exorcist comparing it to um, D. Gray Man Because, okay. again, exorcism. Exorcism. You know, mm-hmm. you're fighting evil slash the devil, whatever, mm-hmm. have it. Demons. Mm-hmm. And I was... They kind of set up the archetypes pretty quick. You know, you have the one brother who's very clearly a demon and mm-hmm. very clearly Satan's son. And then you have the twin brother who is, like, on the straight path mm-hmm. trying to carry everything on his shoulders. Right. You know, trying to live up to what their priest's father taught them. Right. And I thought, you know, it could have gone one way, but I feel like they did a really good job of making you feel the burdens that each of the twin brothers felt. hmm you know, based on their status and how they look on the outside and things like that. So right. while you st- still had the cool exorcism action going on, you also had this deeper character development.
1: Yeah. And I think with so- that show too, they had a, a pretty good payoff with, um, the, was he the older, the one with the glasses, the older, or the younger brother?
0: He was actually the younger brother. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They had, I think they had a pretty good payoff with the younger brother without saying too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, as far as, um, yeah, honestly, there, there's, I'll say it, it, it might be a little weak in character development. Because um, I'm just it, asking,
0: because I was saying, if you had to rate, like, if you're going in to watch this and you would say, well, it's really good at world building, it's really good at its setting, it's really good at the magic system. Yeah. But maybe it's a little light on the actual characters.
1: Yeah. And that I kind I think of it, thing. I think it is, but I think the overall plot is where the surprise comes in if that makes Mm -hmm. sense okay like not necessarily it's not necessarily about character arcs as it is about this i guess kind of like you said the the world and like the overall how things work in the world and like that's kind of the mystery okay Um, and like how did we get to this point type of thing um so i mean yeah it's it's cool from that regard um and i'm probably like i don't know it's like 50 episodes which is a little long (laughs) Um, but it feels very shonen in that like every so often they get a little bit stronger there's a time like a two-year time skip in the middle of it um so it's it feels very shonen in that way which um i think i just naturally enjoy um but yeah it's a it's a cool show if you're like bored one day and you don't really have anything else to watch um i will say though uh the main character and this makes me agree with the different conversation we had about voice actors. Mm-hmm. His voice is kind of annoying. <laughs> even though it's weird, though, because he's the same voice actor who voices Aaron in Attack on Titan, but he's no, just could, way less no, annoying as Aaron.
0: I can understand how they could get annoying. Yeah, <laughs> It's and just he, Aaron doesn't talk that much yeah. <laughs> in Attack on Titan.
1: And in this, he screams a lot. Like, every you time... Never- I was going to say, every time he activates his, like, signature move, he has to scream it at the top of his
2: lungs.
0: (laughs) Well, I was going to say, remember, there was a period where, uh, I think it was season two of Attack on Titan, Mm -hmm. where Aaron was... he, I think he had just discovered his ability to turn into a Titan, mm-hmm. and so he was kind of, they didn't, the rest of the regiment didn't know how to treat him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they were treating him like a prisoner for a while, and then all that. But there was a period where he, all he
1: was just like, kill the
0: Titans! <laughs> yeah. Like, kill all the time.
1: All. Yeah, I remember that.
0: And then, like, <laughs> I remember what, when I went back and watched the abridged version of Attack on Titan, like, they played that up to the nth <laughs> the degree <max. laughs> of just him like, kill and so it's just I'm like weak. he i think he does also have that but again he doesn't speak as much so because yeah. there are many other main characters in attack on the titan so.
2: yeah
1: um <laughs> and then yeah so the main character and then there's this girl with green hair whose voice like it's not even that she yells a lot or anything just the tone mm-hmm. of voice they chose to use for her is <laughs> is off-putting. and we're talking
0: about the english
1: yeah yeah dub, correct okay yeah because yeah. i remember the off-putting.
0: green-haired girl
1: oh you do remember her
0: yeah from when i watched a little bit yeah
1: did you watch sub or dub
0: i watched Dub because i okay. watched it when it first came out
1: so you remember what i'm talking about though yeah did you feel that way no because oh, okay. i didn't
0: i didn't watch dubbed i watched the sub version <laughs>
1: oh gotcha, gotcha i'm sorry okay. i might have
0: said that backwards but i watched it in japanese
1: i got you um but yeah if you're so. bored uh go watch that i won't take too much longer on that um, and then two games, two new games i played um, or I've been playing. Warface Breakout is a new sh- uh, first person shooter on console. Um, it's being marketed as like the first Counter-Strike like game on console um, because there's never really, Siege is kind of the closest thing to that, but Siege is really different just because of the whole close quarters breaking through walls and and abilities and all that stuff um whereas if you don't know counter-strike counter-strike is is the thing that kind of makes it unique is one they have like a weapon buy system at the start of every round so you have like uh money that you get from your performance in the last round and you basically have to choose what weapons and, and gear to buy before the round starts um and then second to that it's kind of like a like how it differ from, differs from sieges, like it's more uh what's the word traditional maps like okay. outside you know just regular maps um but they're very defined in that the routes through the maps are not like um how do I put it it's not like you can just go anywhere um it's like very methodical like laid out with a purpose designs to the map so like you know where like how to call people out and stuff all that type of stuff um and it's like when you die you're dead for that round so you wait for the next round to respawn and that's kind of the gist of it and so right now um the game itself is like really fun to play i think like um i do think though that they may have put it out too early or put it out in the wrong way which Mm -hmm. i'm worried could hurt the game in the long run so the reason i say that is because it it was so one, it costs $20, but it very much feels like um, like a beta, <laughs> for lack of a better word. It's, like it's very feature bare bones right now. Like It's like Got five you. maps, um, no ranked mode. All there is is like a casual and a hardcore mode. Um, just a very basic, basic leveling system where you have an XP bar, and every time you level up, you get a loot crate um, that has <laughs> weapon skins in it. Um, the weapon skins are really cool so i'll give them that um and then what else um they have in like the game menu a thing it says like season one coming soon so they're obviously probably going to update that into the game at some point i'm sure they're probably have like a battle pass or something like that like every other uh game has these days um but i think it has a lot of potential and i kind of knew going into it because i tend to like research games before i buy them um, I kind of knew going into it that it was going to be bare bones and that I would be, like, quote, an early adopter type of situation.
0: So what do we call these? Sh- sh- looters?
1: No, no, no. It's not a looter shooter. It's just a tactical shooter, like okay. tactical first-person shooter. Um, it's team, It's like 5v5 team against team, like real players, if I didn't say that. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I think it has a lot of potential, and I hope they get these updates coming out soon because – um, I do think it would be cool if it caught on, uh. Just because I I do like this type of game, but I hate sh- shooters on PC. I hate playing with a mouse and keyboard, so <laughs> <laughs> I needed one of them to be brought to console. Um. So yeah, that game's fun, but I recommend waiting for it if you're not like super pressed on playing it something like that. Um. But if you are interested, then yeah, waiting for some updates and it'll probably be a much more worth the twenty dollars game um and then the last thing this was uh, i got on steam sale it's called rivals of aether um it's basically like a smash they call it a smash like so it's like smash i I would say i've
0: definitely heard of this and seen this before
1: Mm -hmm. so this is probably like the most successful i would say smash clone game that's out there um and it's very much like melee like you can tell the people who made it like they're super fans of melee because they like Mm -hmm the things in melee that were kind of like more so exploits like wave dashing and stuff like that i was
0: like like wave dash yeah
1: they specifically put it in this game like as a mechanic so it's like (laughs) one it's easier to a little easier to do and it it just looks smoother when you do it and stuff like that um but it's this game is actually really really deep like i'd say way deeper and more technical than than smash ultimate um the combo system is way deeper um just the amount of options you can do and like i said stuff like wave dashing and they have a very very in-depth tutorial mode unlike smash um where it'll be like advanced concepts uh how to wave dash do three wave dashes in a row to pass this you know that type of thing Mm -hmm. um and they tell you like all the super technical fighting terms um throughout the tutorial and stuff like that too which i think is really cool um something else that's really cool they have a custom character colorizer so like you can like you know how you have those three color bars and like red blue green and you can adjust on Mm them based on where you put it that'll be like the color hue you get or whatever um you can do that for different sections of each character to make your own custom color like monster hunter yeah yeah basically like that um so that's a really cool feature um customization is always cool um this is a small indie team too, so it's like uh, kind of. I think it's really good pixel art, actually, um, for what it is, and it's 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 got a much simpler character base. Like it's way less characters, so the characters end up being more um unique. Fleshed I out. think because of it, yeah. Okay. Um, so the whole theme with this game is it's it's kind of cool. It's like Avatar. Like each character has a specific element that they control, like fire, ice, water grass stuff like that earth um and all their moves are based around that element um and just like as an example so there's like a smoke guy right and he has an attack that he puts out smoke clouds and when he stands in the smoke clouds he's invisible on screen (laughs) um and he has another move that lets him inhale the smoke clouds and after you inhale a certain amount of smoke clouds it supercharges like your other moves so like you can throw a clone out that'll like uh you can make it explode or like explode into other smoke bombs so that you can then you know repeat the process like it gets really really deep um the different stuff <clears throat> that you can do with like the character abilities and i just think it's it's really cool and it was definitely definitely worth the seven dollars um and my friend also told me that at some point i think in 2020 they're releasing like a a complete edition because they have dlc characters and if you already own the game they'll just give you the dlc characters for free when that comes out mm-hmm. um and i always think stuff like that is really really dope so definitely check this game out i'd recommend everybody who's into this type of genre to support this um because it's really good uh but that's that's pretty much it for my week i have nice. rambled long enough <laughs> what it's about not you?
0: rambling you're sharing information yeah um
1: you're right you're right uh
0: I, I did a mix of things as usual uh i'll say up top like i'm finding uh usually i have like one set game mm-hmm. that i'm intent on finishing like more recently it was um resident strategy. evil 3 uh and uh I'm trying to think before that what i finished, but kind of been all over the place uh mm. with different things so i'll start out i watched uh something that i don't normally watch but uh this figaro, figaro. <laughs> I was like this appeals <laughs> to the music nerd in me so not so much the anime otaku side but i remembered this show that came out i don't know when it started but it's in like th- third season now and it's called the mass singer mm. and i remembered Spoilers. I'm going to say spoilers for season one. I remembered that T-Pain won season one. Nah. Yeah. That's and dope. so I was like, I went back and I was like, let me just watch this because I'm curious to see who else is involved, like, as celebrity wise. I
1: feel like you had to know it was T-Pain. Like, he has a unique voice. Like, a yes. distinct voice.
0: <laughs> but it's like, I knew it was him going in. Yeah. Uh, And they do a good job. So, like, the contestants aren't allowed to, s- the contestants don't know who each other are they're Mm. in costume or their faces covered the entirety of the uh performance and all of that Mm. and so even the host judges nobody knows who anybody is Mm. and i found that aspect of it interesting again i'm like slapping myself on the back of the head because i'm like dang it nick (laughs) cannon you definitely know how to find this is
1: his show too yeah this man has every show ever
0: I know. I'm like he finds the neatest premises for shows. That's nuts. And so, uh, I, it was it was nice watching this, uh, from the perspective of like so each week they give you clues as to who the singer is. Now they're very abstract clues, and I I think you gotta be a real Sherlock Holmes to mm. put some of these clues together. Right, right. But uh, t- it was nice to really hear t-pain like really wanted people to see him as not the auto-tune guy
1: oh yeah and so he like his without, perf- like just yeah regular. his
0: performances were masterful like mm-hmm. they were amazing and nah. so when he won i was like yo legit teddy like,
1: pain nice Don't you did
0: a good teddy. job yeah so uh I went on and, like, my process of watching this show was horrible because much like all of the American competition shows, and maybe the the other shows are like this, but it's like there's so much time in between performances of just joking around and who do you think that is? And Mm. I bet that's this person, huh? (laughs) And elbowing and all that stuff. So I was like, I was just, I literally watched all three seasons in one day because I was just clicking, like, skipping through all the BS in between. Got you. And so I just really, like, enjoyed it overall because on the last season um I knew the person who took play, first place in the third season and I don't want to spoil it in case anybody eventually watches it on Hulu one day
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but uh the person I knew who took first place in the third season but the person who took second place his voice was immaculate like I was he was dre- and it's funny cuz they picked their ma- they they perform in full costume and mm-hmm. it's not even like it's not like face paint and a in a outfit. It's, it's a, like a mascot. Yeah. It's like a mascots uniform. Okay. So you really can't tell like by body shape or anything who anyone is. But the guy right. who I was focused in on, he was dressed as like a turtle with all these spikes.
2: <laughs> and like so Bowser. I was like, oh. like
1: what?
0: Yeah, almost. And I was just like, I love this dude. I'm like, who is this dude? And then they finally reveal who it is. And it is somebody I had been Listening to from the time that I was like 12, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my god, like, yeah, he legit can sing. I forgot, like, I was like, I, I forgot. forgot he can legit sing, and he's amazing. And so, I just it was just a fun experience overall to kind of like, especially if you watch it on the computer, to just kind of breeze through and like watch all the performances and watching because people they they would distort their voices when they actually spoke,
1: right? Right? So, you could, and tell. so
0: it, but you could hear like they would start crying and you could hear it in their voice because they were like the judges would be like your voice is amazing like clearly you're a performer like <laughs> if you're not already a singer you definitely should be one and they would start breaking down and i was like this oh, so is just... some of
1: it is not established people yeah some, some of it, it, it like... some
0: of it some one of okay there was this one athlete and i don't know i didn't know who he was even after he revealed himself but he sounded identical to john legend i oh, wow. swore up and down it was john legend interesting and, um, but yeah, so it's like, e- you're giving people who wouldn't normally be able to perform an outlet, gotcha. number one. And then number two, they're not judged on, you know, who they, who are. they are. Right, right. So for like, ex- I can spoil this one because she didn't win. So for example, for those who know Destiny's Child, you mm-hmm. know, we know Beyonce. We know Kelly, Kelly because that's Beyonce's I really cousin. I don't know who
2: the third one is.
0: <laughs> Michelle. Oh, okay. And so... That Michelle was performing. I won't say who she was, so that will save that, but uh, who mm. her mascot was. But she performed, and I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, who is this chick? And then she finally takes it, and I was like, oh. And she was crying, like the judges were crying, and I'm like, we're oh, all wow. crying right now because we know that Michelle has been stuck in Beyonce's shadow her entire life. Mm-hmm. And even though she's not Beyonce, she is still an amazing powerful singer oh yeah and sure. so i was like but it was just this moment of like we're all crying because we feel her sadness of mm. like being acknowledged yeah, yeah like finally acknowledged on her own so I and she that. came out and said she was like i haven't had work in like a year and a half like it was just Jesus. like i was like this is like this is a great show for this reason right yeah. here so I point. I'm throwing that out there because I really enjoyed Dang, that.
1: Beyonce can't put her on a song or something. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Unless they like got real beef. I don't know.
0: Come on now. Destiny She's me child in the beef. beef. She's in a beehive. She can't get out. <laughs> um. And then we have. Uh, I watched. I'm still continuing to watch. I think I mentioned this previously. I'm continuing to watch Assassination ugh, Assassination Classroom.
1: You on season one uh, or two? Uh,
0: still. I'm on season two now. Okay, uh,
1: just started nice. season two. I think season two is the better season
0: yeah so we have there's a moment after season one where the class goes on summer vacation Mm -hmm. and the stakes for the plot
2: uh jump
0: up significantly (laughs) yeah um and so i'm watching it with my friend and then like he like we see the cliffhanger whatever for the setup and then he's like so, do you like Assassination Classroom now? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's getting there. I was like, oh, we'll see how this turns out. But
1: um, did he watch it, it first, or like, has he already no, we, seen it? No, we're watching it together. Okay, gotcha.
0: But it was like every, you know, every like three, four episodes, we were te- like checking each other's temperature are we good? Can on we keep it. Going? Like, are we gonna keep watching this? <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, so I, I'm enjoying it still. It's still so weird of a premise to wrap my head around, like. Mm-hmm. Okay, teacher being an alien, whatever. Yeah. Um kids in a classroom setting learning assassination techniques whatever but the fact that you they have they love this teacher so much and they're growing and warming up to him but then they they're also like lovingly talking about murdering him oh yeah it's just so like you're like what how how is this gonna work
1: it's like they can be so lighthearted about it because he's so much more (laughs) like ahead of them so super powerful it's almost like it's not even like attainable
0: yeah but it's like at the same time it's like you have these like because He got serious at one point during Mm -hmm. the finals where he's like, All right, if you guys don't score well in the finals, I'm going to destroy Earth. Yeah. And it was like he did it in his like blackface scary voice. Um, (laughs) I love when he does that. Yeah, when he turns a different color and he gets super serious. Uh those are my favorite parts. But um yeah, it's it's I, I still haven't quite gotten into the entire flow of it, but I'm still enjoying it. So it's a I'll probably show. continue to watch it. It's For a sure. very like this is anime at its finest. <laughs> it's just <laughs> some weirdness. of the things you
1: literally just got to chalk it up to just be. An yeah,
0: anime. it's like this is an anime. Mm. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so I'm still enjoying that. Cool. Uh, I also played some things. So. I really got further into Metro this week. Um nice. as far as getting past like kind of just the opening tutorial, opening scenes and um, Did the spookies all of that. bother you? So, okay. I'm getting intimidated by Mutant's this game and in the brush? No, I was gonna say I'm getting intimidated by this game and for the weirdest reasons. What's that? So I, when we talked about Metro before, we always talked about like Metro is very linear. Mm-hmm. Metro is loosely has you on tracks. It's mm-hmm. like being on like a river raft ride. Yeah, like you're you're gonna cruise
1: from bank to bank, maybe mm-hmm. some open you know. shooting sections.
0: Yeah, some open like shooting that. sections, but ultimately you're being funneled in one direction. Exactly. Whole when Exodus opens up holy crap does it open
1: up oh man
0: i am not used to seeing map indicators pop up on my screen in a metro game Uh Oh, and it's like metro right now it's reminding me a lot of fallout 4 where you're just Mm. like in this open wasteland there might be a giant gargantuan thing like 20 feet away from you that (laughs) could easily murder you in one swipe i'm
1: not going that way
0: um it does not have um of the previous metros where like you know you would kind of get to like a you'd be on a track you get to a kind of an open area you find some loot you loot some ammo mm-hmm. uh you know you stock up and then you blow it all out on whatever's in that area mm-hmm. this is like just kidding get your chemicals get your your uh uh what do they call it scrap mm. because you're making your own bullets buddy Jesus. we're not leaving bullets for you anywhere hardcore <laughs> so it's like do you want to disassemble your oxygen mask for one more bullet because you oh might God. need it wait and so, so- how,
1: is it like rare to find things out in the environment that can give you was would you say scrap or it's,
2: whatever?
0: right now it's feeling rare like okay. when i get to when i get to the sparse areas that do have people or look like a person has lived there i mm-hmm. might find some scrap i might find one or two bullets i might find Jesus. a body with some stuff on it
1: so it's like this but, game kind of incentivizes you to be stealthy if you can to not yeah, have cause- to shoot things
0: I went for like a good hour with like zero uh health health pack. Jesus. And so I was just like red, you know, red vignetting <laughs> on my screen <laughs> for and I'm an just hour. like yeah, and I'm like going through the story and I'm like when the when the hell are they going to give me a health pack? Like yeah. this is insane. And then it's like the dude's like don't forget to craft your stuff.
1: Uh-oh. And, and you're so- like, "Oh man."
0: i'm like oh shit and so i take
1: off <laughs> like you like there's
0: literally a mechanic for taking like there's a button for taking off your backpack and your character like sets it down on the ground opens it up and then you, you have to you have to clean your guns which take chemicals Jesus. uh gun your gun will jam up on you and cause a terrible situation where you get mobbed i remember your gun that from the fire. older games yeah. <laughs> uh and um but, yeah, like, that that backpack taking off and open crafting happens in real time. So you got to uh, make sure you're safe. in a safe spot before yeah. you decide to craft.
1: This game's hard, um,
0: And, yeah, so there are workbenches. There's still the same um, modification of your weapons with scopes, uh, grips, and things like that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's really just like, hey... If you're there's characters standing around. If you walk close enough to them, they're gonna talk to you, and you might get a side mission that pops up on your map. Mm-hmm. And again, your map is open in real time, so don't look at your map when there's monsters around, cause they'll attack you. And that happened to me many times. <laughs> um, <laughs> cause it's just like it's literally your character just lifting the map up in front of your face.
2: And did now, you, did
1: you tell me that the map is like a, a like a real map where you have to look at landmarks or?
0: It is. It,
1: is,
2: it, it has no fast travel.
0: You can yes, you can okay. see yourself. There's a little red arrow that indicates where you are, and okay. then there's there's just X's. Okay, they don't tell you what it is. You kind of Go gotta explore. remember, like I went there. That's the train. That's my safe house. Like the safe houses will turn into a little house
1: symbol. Okay, that's good. Um,
0: the train turned into a train symbol. But so far, everywhere else I've visited is just a spot on the map. Okay, and it's like the map's not too huge right now. Right so it's not too overwhelming but i kind of just like stop because i'm like i wasn't ready for
2: this (laughs) Mm -hmm. i was
0: ready for my like track shooter yeah and uh i need to like get a a hold of like where i'm supposed to be going because right now i've just been following objectives i haven't done any side missions that's
1: the one thing that helps me get through horror games is like (laughs) knowing that there's you know they're they're not gonna let me get lost (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and i wouldn't say i don't think you can get lost necessarily but i do think you can get fairly sidetracked and you can get yourself into a situation where you don't have yeah, no a lot of ammo to deal with what you got to deal with
1: yeah
0: uh there are zombie creatures in this game that are uh, relatively uh, difficult to kill jesus and right now i am on my way headed to a giant radioactive catfish oh, so that sounds amazing <laughs> next week i will let you it, a literal it's, catfish it's, they said it's a catfish, and they were like, uh, yeah, when the, the radioactive sediment settled in the river, they're like, the catfish are bottom feeders, so naturally they got the biggest hit of it.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: but you do, your boat gets capsized by it, and the dude's <laughs> like, is that a whale? And the dude's <laughs> like, no, it's a, it's a giant radioactive
1: catfish. That's ridiculous.
0: Um, so I'll, I'll let you guys know if, cause I'm avoiding it right now. Cause I'm like, I don't have nearly enough ammo to deal with I'm whatever this thing that. is, yeah. but it seriously reminds me of the creature in, uh, RE4 that you fight on the boat. the boat. It, it, yeah, it, it, it is that. almost identical to that Jesus. like feeling.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I will continue that and let you know where that goes. Sounds fun. Uh, I will throw in here. I didn't get to talk about it before, but I've been playing raft. Uh, which is a a game on steam
1: steam coming soon hopefully
0: (laughs) i was like this is what this game is what i like to call high tension relaxation (laughs) (laughs) because with the nature of literally open sea drifting on a raft Mm -hmm. uh right now i'm kind of at the mercy of the wind and wherever it carries me Mm -hmm. um it's pretty it's fairly easy to learn how to build things. Uh controls are really simple in that aspect. Uh once you get used to using the keyboard and mouse. Mm-hmm. And uh the your biggest hassle in the beginning of the game is a shark that I've deemed Benny. Oh, Benny he, he the goddamn shark. Uh no, he he doesn't disappear. He just you learn how to deal with him. Oh, okay. Let me just put it that way. So benny likes to you start off on like a four by four square raft Mm -hmm. and uh benny will take chunks of your raft at any given moment uh (laughs) preferably not in the direction that you're looking yeah um and so it took me uh probably three restarts to figure out how to craft a spear to fight benny
1: i was gonna say this game is roguelike too right like if you die you start over
0: well no it does have save so you can oh, okay. die and save and then as long as you're not playing in hardcore mode you can kind of revive yourself oh that's cool uh by resting Got but uh when we yeah, play cloud,
1: we're playing hardcore mode <laughs>
0: <laughs> benny was a pain in my ass because benny was just taking the raft from under my feet at all times he took out my garden so i learned so quickly so you i learned to holes s- in the bottom He bites edges away like from your raft, and if you you don't stab him fast enough, he'll just take the (laughs) chunk and he'll swim off.
1: Yeah, that's hilarious.
0: And so, I quickly learned to build all my resources in the center of my raft and Mm -hmm. give myself somewhat of a border to kind of deal with him. That's smart. Um, so I'm at the point where I can fully survive on my raft. I have water purification, I have food, I can fish, I can grow plants but uh i need to be building a radio and you need a uh, metal and ore material which you have to
1: get Long by diving land. oh no oh. by
0: diving that sounds dangerous <laughs> so yeah you kind of like <coughs> land and and here's another annoying thing anchors are not reusable at the beginning of the game mm. uh so like you have to craft, craft an anchor and basically dispose of it every time you use one so that gotcha. became a pain in the butt Leave it uh, at the bottom of the ocean yeah and so Once I figured out how to anchor myself, uh, you kind of anchor at an island and depending on the size of the island, there can be a lot or a little bit of ore. Mm. And so basically what I'm doing now is I build bait. I fit, I I get on an island. I fish, I build bait. I throw the bait as far in the opposite direction as I can. And that keeps Benny busy for about four minutes (laughs) while I dive down and I, uh, get some ore and right, so right. i have two smelt. i have some smelting going on in my boat so i'm getting there but i'm really and i've said this to tiz already but i'm really at the point where like i need another person
1: <laughs> I'm whether it, it, it
0: be just to help
1: dive or yeah. fight benny or help you can tell there's build- some multitasking that needs to happen
0: yeah because i have to like in order to even get the radio receiver to work, radio the radio functions to help you find islands, like mm. actual legitimate islands, not the little islands I was talking about previously. Yeah. But yeah, so you need to build a second floor to put the antennas up Jesus. to even get your radio to work. Oh my so God. I have kind of like paused on that uh, in the world that I created to mm. just wait for some assistance. No, it's going to be fun though. Well, yeah, I was like, there may be a day where I forge on on my own, but yeah. I, for now, I will wait. That's gonna be fun. But it's it's pretty relaxing. Like once you get in your rhythm of like, I need to eat, I need to uh uh track down the other floating rafts because sometimes you'll pass by other rafts that have good resources. I need to build. Uh, is there an more... end? I think there is. Well, there's at least a chapter one because right now mm. they had just done an expansion that inserted all of these large islands for you to explore
1: gotcha so that's and so
0: yeah so the story i think will still continue to be added on to as we go forward uh they're not i don't think they're done with that yet
1: gotcha gotcha but yeah
0: so once you get in your routine it's like a pretty like int it's like Tense, but it's an engaging game
1: mm-hmm. like
0: if you're looking for something with a little bit more spice than animal crossing <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like not a full-on survival, survival. game uh not
1: daisy or something
0: yeah like yeah not forest <laughs> yeah uh it'll it's it, it hits that uh, uh yeah once you start planning things though then seagulls become your problem so now i'm fighting birds seagulls? and a shark yeah seagulls like to come do? They steal your watermelons and your mangoes. And how does your, a seagull steal a watermelon? I don't know, but they I, they have eaten like 17 scarecrows. I can't <laughs> tell you how many scarecrows I've crafted um, trying to keep them off my Vicious
1: feet. seagulls.
0: <laughs> but you can build a nest for the seagulls and then you can kill them and take them from me. Oh my so God. I can't wait to do that. Um, Jesus. And lastly, I played a Wonderful 101. A... Which is, and I saved this for last on purpose because I am enjoying this platinum. the most. Oh my god, is this a platinum game? <laughs> oh my god, it just screams platinum from the moment you hit start. Yeah. Uh one of the like little helper characters is literally named P Star.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny.
0: <laughs> like their logo. Uh but Wonderful 101, I'm gonna just straight up it makes me feel like I'm playing a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah in the best ways uh when you're in the opening so the tutorial is very uh integrated in that level one where they're telling you what to do Mm. it really feels like you have all the power Mm. and it's funny because it's like as you're like doing your action things the the theme music the wonderful 101 theme song starts to build and it just gets louder and louder Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) and it has words and i'm like i'm gonna learn the words at some point but i don't know the words yet
1: english words yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, it's just a full on chorus of like middle aged men, just like Wonderful 101. That's like, hilarious. And they're chanting this song. Yeah. And so the Wonderful 101 really feels like Power Rangers mixed with Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Like if you smash those two things together, I can that see feels like a, Wonderful 101.
1: I could see this being a Smash character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a, uh, It is a mob uh control game in that you are playing i don't think the characters are tiny i think they're just tiny from our perspective
1: like the world is big
0: yeah like are just zooming
1: out on like regular sized people
0: right i think your zoom your camera is zoomed out on regular sized people got you um and so you start out with like a gaggle of people you're introduced to wonder wonder red and wonder blue Mm -hmm. who are kind of like wonder red is like yeah wonder red is like our new captain mm-hmm. and uh wonder blue is like kind of the guy that's been around and he's like trying to show everybody up mm-hmm. everybody's got their little personalities
1: yeah um
0: and the one of the things that i was surprised about i didn't know the mechanic of this game is obviously it was made on wii u so there's like some stylus mechanics mm-hmm. but i was surprised that it was integrated pretty well so you use you have various powers that you get as you upgrade through the game, and you start out with a Unite Fist. Mm -hmm. So, your characters, basically, when you move the R-stick in a circle, your characters come together to form a giant red fist that you can use to fight. That's cool. So, it's really quick though. So it's like you quickly draw a circle and like time kind of slows down mm-hmm. and you draw a circle, makes a fist. You draw a straight line. It makes the, uh, Volantium sword, which is what wonder blue Jesus. uses. Uh, you can do what to me looks like a sideways L and that mm-hmm. makes the gun, uh, uh, and that's wonder green. And then I've gotten up to, so I have four power ups right now. I have the wonder whip, the wonder gun, mm-hmm. uh, the wonder fist and the wonder sword.
1: Um, How do you unlock power-ups?
0: So you uh that's the platinum part. So once you finish a mission, mm-hmm. you you just jump shoot to a level menu or a menu where it's like uh Wonder Mart, which is where you go <laughs> to purchase your upgrades Mart. with the points that you got from the combos in the previous missions.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, so it's got the just like Bayonetta. System. Yeah, just All like that.
0: Bayonetta, just like Devil May Cry, it mm. has that like purchase your upgrade system. Gotcha. And so the obviously the better you are during combat, the more points you'll get, the faster you'll be able to upgrade. Mm-hmm. I am still cool. terrible. I am just terrible at platinum combat, but I'm still <laughs> enjoying this game a lot. Yeah. Um because you it's a lot very, com-
1: is it combos in this one too.
0: It's a combos. lot of combos, and it's very. It's not. It's not combo heavy like Devil May Cry or Bayonetta at okay. all. It's very much you can get away with just mashing, but mm. it's using the proper uh power. Gotcha. So it's like some enemies can't be fought. You, you can't fight them with the sword. You Got have you. to like the like the enemies I just been introduced to. They have spikes mm-hmm. and you have to use the whip to rip off their spikes and then you can hack away at them with the sword or the fist.
1: Got you. Whatever okay. you
0: prefer. That's and cool. the cool thing is, is that the bigger you draw. So you can have up to 100 mini characters in your mob mm-hmm. and the, and you collect them by as you run through the city, you'll see people like yelling for help. Mm-hmm. and you encircle them with your your people it's, it becomes like a rainbow and you pull everyone in and it's they i forget how they, they explain it in the game but it's like essentially everyone gets a mask that gives them the united powers mm-hmm. so it's like you can grab any random person on the street to help you oh, be a put part the of mask your mask on them? yeah and That's they funny. put the mask on them and they become a part of the team
1: so it's just like the main cat it's like a couple main like the colors or whatever I like yeah, the main and ones, and you, then they were so others. there's
0: regular people, and then there's actual like wonder people. And so, as you sometimes in the crowd, there'll be one wonder person, and the screen will like freeze and it'll say, Oh, you got wonder cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And it's like, She doesn't necessarily have a power right now, but if you want her to be your lead person, you can change it that Like, you. you can pick her can out of the crowd, around
1: and customize and stuff. Yeah, gotcha
0: and so, but the cool thing I was saying is that, like, if I want my hits to be stronger, I can draw the one, the sword as big as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And for about 10 to 15 seconds, my sword is, like, oversized and huge, and I can do a ton of damage, and then it, sh- it kind of shrinks back into, like, regular size. Oh, snap. And so you can do that with all the power-ups. I can make a giant whip, a giant fist, and, like, get that real damage in, like, really fast. Right. And then, like, it'll shrink back to normal. Oh, that's pretty cool. And yeah, there's a there's a health system obviously. There's a power meter system which kind of controls whether you can do that jumbo weapon or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because the sword just gets bigger, the fish just gets bigger, the whip just gets bigger, but the gun goes from like a like pistol a to gun. like a RPG. Oh god! <laughs> so it's That's like hilarious. you know when you have the bigger gun because you're like trying to shoot a Rockets. giant RPG. That's funny. Yeah. So, but overall, like, it's very much a platinum mm-hmm. game. But it is super, super fun. Um, the story is super fun. The what console are you playing on? Switch. Okay. And they voice act uh, pretty much all of it. Um, nice. And so even if you mash through the text, mm-hmm. uh, the voice act will will stay at the same pace. So it doesn't do that thing where like the tracks get cut as you skip forward. Like mm. they'll kind of just keep reading even if you're reading faster. I got you and so yeah it's really well voice acted it's really comical in the beginning there was this one part where like the whole like so wonder blue is in charge he's jump like he's jumping mid-air and it's like the whole mob is behind him mm-hmm. and so the screen freezes because the narrator is like like talking about the character yeah And it's, like, every couple of seconds, the character's, like, frozen midair, and then he'll stop, and then he'll do, like, a little dance, or he'll scratch (laughs) his nose, and then he'll go back to being frozen in midair, and then he'll stop again, and, like, there's a point
2: where
1: he...
0: He fell and then he swam back up and yeah. then he froze again. It It's the, like fourth it's, wall
1: breaking a little bit.
0: Yeah, like it's just all around like a really fun game. It's super cool. bright and colorful. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you, it's one of those games where like you can either play it at its dumbest and just be like a hack and slash mm-hmm. or you can play really smart mm-hmm. to maximize that point uh, system. Nice. So it's really how you want to play. But right. I've had a, I've seen one bug so far that was like really difficult to get through because mm. my the screen like froze. I was on this bridge, and like my characters were kind of just like sliding, mm-hmm. almost as if they were being pushed by like an invisible wind. Okay. And so it literally took me like four hours to get past that because it Jeez. was just a bug and yeah. there was no patch for it. But also, I was determined you to get to
1: just Force your way through.
0: Oh yeah, I like brute force my way through it. Like my characters were fighting. Like, that's how broken it was. Wow. But I somehow got through it. So I was like, once I got past that, I haven't had any more bugs. But hopefully they'll put a patch out for that. Yeah. But I highly, highly recommend that for Switch uh, if you did not play it on Wii U like me.
1: Platinum don't miss platinum don't miss platinum except for that one time well. with ninja turtles i think but aside from that, <laughs> i platinum know i
0: really miss. still want to play uh transformers devastation
1: i it was a free ps plus game i think i have it on my playstation actually i just never have to, got around to it i have to figure that out <laughs> but yeah it looks cool though too yeah um, but nice And so nice. yeah
0: i really and that's why i'm like the unsettlingness that i felt with metro has made me start thinking about ff7 so i might get on ff7 faster than i thought
1: you should you really should <laughs>
0: yeah because um, I, I want to do that just so I can commiserate with you
1: you just talking about uh, Platinum and Wonderful 101 made me want to go back and try to finish near Automata again oh
0: just my god Just because I
1: hear so much about the story
0: it was fun yeah but it, trying uh, near, I feel like you really have it's very to gray. yeah you have <laughs> to like try to invest yourself in the story yeah like it doesn't just jump out on the screen so All I right. understand that
1: um, but i may give that a try again who knows we shall see um you ready What's for in s- the news ready for some news um so nothing crazy um so first up uh i'll start with there was going to be a ps5 uh, re- quote unquote reveal conference we don't know if they were gonna reveal the console or not um but it was scheduled for june 4th um uh but they recently announced that they delayed it uh, due to current events um, in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff, which I think was probably the right move for them. Um, you know, no need to 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 rush self-promotion, I guess, in a time like this. Um, it is, granted, a little disappointing because I, of all people, have been waiting to see this console, but I have a feeling they probably still weren't going to show the console anyway. Um, so... We'll, we'll still see what's good with the PS5. I'm still cautiously optimistic. But I do keep hearing things about this S, this futurist, super futuristic SSD that they have. Um, everybody's <laughs> apparently saying it's like the best, the fastest storage ever created ever in history it's Um, just it's
0: it's past solid state it's just a floating drive now. yeah
1: they're talking about like uh i'm seeing headlines like developers are having to change recode their games because the ps5 is so fast and i'm like oh it better be and it better not explode when i plug it in either Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's all i'm saying sony i'm watching i'm waiting
0: (laughs) i have faith in you sony like, I will be a blind believer.
1: You'll be a blind. You're buying it no matter what.
0: Yeah, because my psychotic Xbox came on by itself last week, and I still don't trust that shit.
1: It's the ghost of the Kinect.
0: It's lucky it didn't get it unplugged.
1: Microsoft killed the Kinect, and now every Xbox just ships with an apparition of one. Like, I turn on, on Wonderful on.
0: 101, and I just hear, do do And I was like, wait a second. I it's was just, like, what was that? It's just like,
1: hey, <laughs> I'm over here. I have games, too
0: you eat your dust and you like it
1: xbox <laughs> sea of thieves
0: <laughs> game pass i got the game yeah, Pass. Game pass.
1: <laughs> play anything on the game pass. that's funny <laughs>
2: it's
1: awful <But> your <laughs> xbox is just jealous in the corner oh man but not yet we'll see what happens with the ps5 and then some more playstation stuff uh as i always do i put the ps plus games for june um call of duty world war 2 and battlefront 2 um, the games are we're at that point I think in the generation where it's all almost all AAA games. Um, they're putting a lot of AAA games on the service, which is cool. So um, grab those. I mean, Battlefront Two is it was trash when it came out, but they've updated it. They've removed all the scummy microtransaction stuff, so it's probably good now. Um, I'm I'm serious, <laughs> like because uh, EA like they can make a good game. It's just they ruin it with all the. Trying to be, I know greedy. it's just the
0: way you said it. You're like, it's trash when it came out, but it's better now. Yeah,
1: it was, it was, it was super trash. It was like she loot box the game. I hope horrible. I can say that
0: about Snyder Cut
1: <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Was it's trash, trash when and it came out, but, but it's amazing. Snyder cut,
0: it's fine, <laughs> They
1: fixed
0: it yeah. it's
1: five hours longer, but you know, it was necessary.
0: <laughs> you get to see Batman sipping tea for four hours. <laughs> While Alfred stands in the
1: background. Because we needed that added context.
2: <sighs> okay,
1: oh, sorry. But yeah, <laughs> grab those if you're interested. And then next up, something I was super hype about. Uh, the Attack on Titan final season trailer dropped. Um, Oof, did you get a chance to watch it?
0: Now, do you know my friend because I showed this to my friend this week. Do you know he asked me what w- he was like, now what was in the basement? And I was like, are you oh, freaking kidding me? What? <laughs> 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 and I, like, I was like, uh, well, there was a desk, and in the desk, there's a photograph. And then we realized photographs don't exist in this world. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: And then there was a giant lore dump of everything, ever, yeah, every question like, in the plot ever being answered. And that
0: I would think you remember because I re- we rewound it like five times, mm-hmm. like try, trying to absorb Catch every the, detail. It, it there was, was just like so a much. paragraph of text on screen.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I appreciate it though. Like, just give me what I want. Oh, like, I
0: was fine with it too, but I was just like, oh my god! Like, I've never tried to understand a plot dump like this in my life. No,
1: I'm so yeah, I agree. I was probably on Wikipedia after too. I was probably doing, but all it was
0: worth. It was totally. I still don't understand, but it's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna keep watching it. It's
1: a this. The trailer was hype. That's all I know.
0: I just know <laughs> somebody's dad wasn't their dad. Now There's I some- know.
1: There's some there's some cool some cool-looking new Titan Shifters in the trailer. There's some a lot of fights going on. It looks like a war so, is popping off.
0: Here's here's my question to you. Do you think cuz I we saw some characters we know. We saw a lot of characters we don't know. Do For you sure. think there's going to be some jumping back and forth? Do you think there's going to be flashback or do, oh, are absolutely. they going to like concurrently show us like both timelines? I think Because I was nervous about a full... I was nervous they were going to do like a fairy tale Zero situation.
1: Oh, a full prequel season? Yeah, and
0: so I was like, do I want to see that? But I was like, at the same time, I was like, I will take that if you give me more Titan action. I will take that. But I was like, don't just be showing me flashbacks.
1: No, I think it's going to be pretty much the same as it has been you know what i mean like it's gonna be some current events we're gonna see aaron doing stuff we're gonna see levi there was levi levian in the trailer um (laughs) (laughs) so that looked cool and then we'll obviously get the lore lore flashbacks lore flashbacks like we did with the whole royal family and all that type of stuff because yeah i was
0: i was like you want to talk about powerful imagery that quick flash of that dude sitting in that what looks like a small like prison cell with that with that gun in his mouth?
1: Yeah. Like
0: from the floor, like holding it. I was like, yeah, okay, was we're going like, to get
1: in some deep stuff. Oh, nah, it's got to get real. And like, I think I have faith that they're going to do well in this. Season. I think they're going to balance the right amount of flashbacks. I don't really, I, hopefully there's not a lot of like slow, boring episodes. Yeah. Um, But I think now, they'll make it really co- climactic and, and, and dope.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that they switched- uh production companies
1: developing. Yes, they companies? did, and I want to know why shows keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it if, has if it to shows be a successful, money thing, right? But if it shows like extremely successful, why? Like I don't get it. Why do why do they take companies off of it? I just I don't one get punch. It. Yeah, exactly. One punch was super <laughs> successful. What was the purpose of changing studios? It's got to be money, though. It has to be. Do they not? Are they not making profits?
0: Well, not even that. But even if you are making a profit, you might still try to cut corners. And by mm. cut corners, I just mean shop around. The production. Versus- oh, so,
1: you you think it's a case of like the the publishing company like being like, well, okay, yeah, we're looking for a cheaper like, production company.
0: Yeah, their style isn't like it's not like a JoJo where like their style is a signature of the series.
1: Titan is, like, I think. I think Attack on but, Titan's drawing is very like. But very I mean, distinct. other than
0: that, I'm talking about, like, not even, I'm talking about outside of, like, the actual design of the Titans. I just mean, no, like, I mean it the doesn't. the characters and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, it doesn't, it's not something like a, like a trigger, like a kill-a-kill, kill where it's got right. this very distinct animation style. Right, right. I feel like. You can get away with the Titan and the character designs from Attack on Titan and pass them to someone else as long as they draw them. And the they same can just way. draw them
1: the same, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I feel it. Like I feel like this is one of the shows where like the style of animation doesn't necessarily control the temperature of what's going on.
1: But do you think this potentially changes the like just the right? Not I guess not the well, yeah, the writing, like the pacing well, and see, which yeah, scenes no, I they choose not to do and stuff.
0: I don't think it's gonna affect that.
1: Okay, got you. Um, so but yeah. yeah from the trailer i mean animation still looks really high quality i would imagine they put money behind it like regardless of what studio does it you know what i mean just because yeah. they have a they have set such a high bar for themselves yeah and, like and i know
0: you can look at Attack tag on titan and be like that is definitely a tag on titan but i'm just right. saying like if that same studio drew like death note like mm-hmm. It would look like it's supposed like, to look. It yeah. wouldn't look like Attack on Titan. Exactly. It's not that distinct.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um so. I agree. So I'm I'm hopeful. I'm still optimistic. Like I said, the trailer looks really cool. Hopefully they didn't show every good scene in the trailer. Nah. And, and then they just fill it with all with all the slow parts, but um, I have hope for sure. Uh and then we got. I'm hyped to be. I'm hyped to finish
0: okay. if that's not a terrible thing to say.
1: Nah, <laughs> look, in, in anime when shows finish, it's like Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for actually finishing the show. And yeah. not one not going on for a million episodes or two just cutting it short and never finishing ever. hmm Um, so yeah, we'll see. And then uh we got a Fire Force trailer as well. Fire Force season two is coming way sooner than I thought it was.
0: Yeah. Um, and nothing nothing spectacular in this trailer. Yeah. Um, but we'll just note like I don't we didn't say this on the show about the creator, right?
1: I don't think so.
0: So the creator of Fire Force, also creator of Soul Eater, has planned the ending for Fire Force in the manga. Mm -hmm. And he has declared that he will finish the manga, but he will not go on to create anything after that. Oh, wait, Um, so so
1: he won't finish the anime? Or they won't? Or I guess it's not up to him.
0: Yeah, as long as the manga's finished, the anime can finish. Okay, gotcha. Is my point. And my thing is that, like, i i can understand where he's coming from because essentially he's quitting because it it was clickbait you know it was clickbait like fire force creator quits you know (laughs) but essentially he's going on to explain that he's quitting because he does not feel that he can create something to the level of the last two things that he has done and i can understand that fear especially when like Something that we don't experience here in the U.S. so much is the culture and lifestyle of a mangaka, which mm-hmm. is a manga artist. Yeah. And it's very it's a, especially when you're in Shonen Jump, it is a very stressful situation to be putting out these weekly chapters. These For weekly, sure. uh Storylines. So That's how you I can understand. A lot of filler and
1: all that nonsense. Yeah.
0: And so like they were given an example, like the guy who created. Uh, naruto and Boruto mm-hmm. tried to create this thing called samurai
1: 8 and it flopped completely oh i heard of that I'm, i think i meant to watch that <laughs> i meant I, well, for real. it's, it on flopped. My watch list, it's
0: your fault it flopped no just kidding <laughs> but yeah so it's like he doesn't want to have that ki- type of experience so fire force hopefully the manga will definitely finish hopefully the anime will finish yeah. and um i wish i do luck i mean i, I hope He'll, he'll change his mind one day, but you yeah. know I love Soul Eater is not my favorite, but it's strong. I, it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, same with this. uh It took me a little bit more time to to like this, but yeah. I do like the characters. I like the premise, so mm. I'm looking forward to it. um And we'll continue on this storyline of you know now that we've got introduced to this younger brother and yeah. the what do they call themselves the. A, a, a evangelist oh yeah the evangelists. Uh, but yeah the white cloaks evangelists. the white clad uh, the white clad
1: the evangelist yeah, is I, the person they follow
0: okay well i liked i will happy to see that art play
1: out yeah yeah i i, I really got in, i think super interested when they brought in uh what's the main character his name shinra uh, when shinra. they brought in shinra's brother show and, and their whole dynamic started to play out um yeah, like I no, really
0: cool. I was hooked when the dude was gonna shoot fire with a gun. I was like, How oh, yeah. are you gonna do this? <laughs> Let me see how this gonna he, happen. like manipulates
1: but the fire on the bullets. It's so cool. It's really cool. <laughs> um but yeah, you pretty much said it though. Like I'm 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 definitely on board for the second season. I hope it continues to finish. Um and yeah, I'm I'm optimistic for this one. I think I I'm sorry I don't have a release date. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's, what, what are we in? January?
0: I was like, a lot of stuff is starting in July, I
2: think. Yeah. Later July.
1: It's, I was about to say, I think it's summer 2020. So keep okay. an eye out for that. Um, And then another article that, anime related article that I just randomly stumbled upon. I didn't even know this was happening. Um, oh, this so is interesting. There's an <laughs> Inuyasha sequel anime um, in the works by the creator of the original show um and it's going to it's called yasha hime princess half demon um and i'm just going to read the description straight off of the uh, ign article um it says yasha Hime princess half demon is set decades after the conclusion of the original series and follows the daughters of inuyasha and his half brother soshomaru soshomaru now has two half demon twins toa and setsuna who get separated from each other at a young age
0: who the hell had sex with Shoshomaru?
1: <laughs> Shoshomaru was a Who the savage. Hell had
0: children with he was,
1: he was the Sasuke of the show.
0: No, he was so evil. He
1: was <laughs> evil. I mean, just he like was Sasuke, only, though. He was
0: nice to that one little... Maybe it was that little girl. He was nice to that one little girl, uh, yeah. I remember, that ended up with his his troop.
1: I want to say but. there was... Was it Kaguya? Do you remember her? The demon yeah. chick with the fans? I can't yeah. remember if, I think she died though I don't think she would have been the one to have kids No, it
0: wasn't her, no, there was a little girl Like a little, a young girl
1: Oh, oh you think it was her? <laughs> oh, I th-
0: it could have been, Shishonaru doesn't age
1: I mean, yeah, that's very true, she could have just grown up
0: I don't remember her name, but yeah there. I remember there was a little girl who Was not necessarily he took care of evil Yeah, yeah. yeah he and, was but like he had a soft spot for her Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly yeah. Um, I actually kind of want to look that up now Who who married Shishonaru <laughs> <laughs> Because we know Inuyasha is Kagome and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, was it? Oh, yeah, because the other chick's dead. So, okay. Who? Uh, with the boomerang? Oh, no, you mean no. Kikio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kikyo. yeah, she was dead. Um, Where was I? Uh, who you got separated. got separated. Sushim-
0: Shishomaru now has two half demon
1: twins? Yeah, Shishomaru now has two half demon twins, Toa and Sessuna, who get separated from each other at a young age. When the two are reunited, a lot has changed, and Sessuna has lost all memories of her sister, Toa. Sister Toa. Uh, the two team up with Mohora, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, and these three half demon female warriors travel between worlds to learn more about who they are and where they come from. It sounds like the structure of uh, Yashime, Princess Half Demon, will be similar to Boruto. That's the one negative here. Don't compare <laughs> things to Boruto. <laughs> Where characters from the first uh, Inuyasha will still appear but in a more ancillary capacity. Okay, that makes sense. As the torch gets passed down to, future, to the future of the franchise. It's also interesting to note that the sequel series appears to have a predominantly female cast which certainly contrasts from the original Inuyasha. Um, so I mean honestly the genre here like they're saying if, if it's going to be kind of like Boruto is to Naruto it's still going to be the same kind of you know demon hunting shenanigans and action mm-hmm. and all that stuff, which I would be down for for sure. Um, and seeing like you, old Yasha and stuff.
0: Yeah, like I love generational stuff, mm-hmm. and like I, watching um, the last Airbender with my friend this past week just has all the more made me want to go back to Korra See because all the I love
1: Avatar. Characters. Yeah, like I
0: love seeing like older uh, Katara and mm-hmm. older Toph and mm-hmm. like. All that time that has passed, and then yeah. you're like, "What did they do after all of these shenanigans?" And right you know how did they go on to pass? Because it's like you that should be how a series ang- too. Yeah, <laughs> you remember how angsty they were. So mm-hmm. it's like, how are the, do their children turn out? And how do they deal with their children acting exactly like they did? Right. So it's I don't know. I always like generational stuff, so I have a soft spot for that.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting, and I'm glad it's being done by the same, uh, the same creator who did the original inuyasha Um Thank you, Dragon plus. Ball. Yeah, I guess Dragon Ball <laughs> did kinda of start that. For real. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I really have for the news. Um this week. So we can cool. uh move on or I'll let I'll let you take the reins.
0: Well all I'm gonna want. say is uh once again I'm gonna shout it out because I'm gonna I gotta shout out the anime that have continued through uh, the Rona, as mm. I like to call it, um, but okay, Glepnir, whoo, it's heating up, it's, heating it's getting up. hot. I haven't Yeah, still got to start getting hot inside of that weird dog seat.
2: Ew, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, getting too. it's
0: gross. Nasty. Um, so yeah, that has continued to be good. Um, the action is starting to click up. There's a little bit, Tower of God. I'm starting to think I set my my hopes a little too high for Tower of God.
1: Really? I'm still enjoying yeah. it a lot.
0: No, I'm not saying it's not enjoyable. Okay. It's just sometimes there's a lot of talking when I don't want talking. And I'm like, <laughs> stop talking. Yeah. Explain this later. Get right. through some more of these challenges, Floors. trials, whatever you want to call them.
1: We're almost at that's the end. Thing. It's only like two more episodes.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing. We ain't even in the tower.
1: Nah, it's going to be another season for sure.
0: Like I keep asking my friend, I keep looking. I'm like, we're not in the tower yet, right? This is the trials to get. And he's like, yes, yeah, so we're getting in. And I said, okay, no, we're they not are in, in the, tower. the tower. No, but they're not in the actual like rising the floors trials yet. Yeah.
1: I thought that literally fighting that that serpent thing at the beginning was. No. The f- right. Well, no. Was that the first floor or the prerequisite? No,
0: this is all to determine who is worthy of climbing the tower. I
1: think we're interpreting that two different ways. How are you interpreting it? I'm interpreting as each floor is just saying you're worthy of going to the next floor in the tower, which means you're worthy of climbing the tower. I
0: think this is preliminary. Really? I think this is you need to get past this velvet rope in order to be able to climb the tower. Interesting. And I could be wrong, but I'm like, that's what I I literally ask him that every week because I'm like, are we in the tower (laughs) yet? But they
1: said they said when he fought that giant like silver serpent thing in the water, they said that that was kind of like the border from the external because the whole thing is the tower. And then there's an external tower and an internal tower. And I thought him teleporting him past that serpent thing after he grabbed the orb was him going into the internal tower.
0: Yeah, and I I get what you're saying. I think, yes, physically we are at the tower, but I still think that these are the challenges to say you are capable and worthy of climbing the tower. Mm, Okay. Because they're still, like, they talk about, um, like, Quant, for example, the red-haired dude that we just met, Mm. is a he's what did the what they dude. call him i forget what they call the teacher uh no what ra- do they call rankers? it what did, Rankers. yeah he's a ranker yeah. so i'm like he's somebody who's actually climbing the tower and i'm still looking at the disparity between his power and yeah. everyone else's so it to me gap. it kind of made sense that it's like yes you're still p- passing the preliminary test
1: right wait so, so rankers are people who completed climbing the tower, right? Like no, they see, successfully I didn't, no, did it.
0: I didn't think they finished yet. Oh, see. I thought what, they were just so upper level. There's so much more And then they int- they told us this week that you can take a test to become an admin.
1: Which or what the red haired dude was, right? He was an yeah. admin. Yeah.
0: So okay. like if Kuhn <clears throat> were to take that test, Coon's not you know, like he's still at the he's beginning. Not so yeah, but I guess I don't know. So don't that's know the part either. where I'm like, it's still a little bit confusing. I'm not yeah. mad at the story at that aspect of it. I'm just mad at like, let's get it a moving. little bit because at first they <laughs> were like faster. floor
1: that floor per episode. It was like floor floor yeah. floor. Um,
0: and I'm like, I'm fine. Set up all the political like background, like mm-hmm. backstabbing stuff. That's fine too. But yeah, it just feels like it's paced a little weird right now.
1: Yeah, it slowed down a little bit. It's definitely in a cliffhanger. I feel I like it's know. like
0: you're explaining things to me, but I feel like you're explaining the things that I already understand. Right. So it's just I'm okay. I'm gonna keep watching. I'm not mad at it, but like if you want something that's like stepping up the game, mm-hmm. check out Glutmir.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's still it's still probably my next to start. Um right after I finish up uh Exorcist. You are supposed to be watching Doro Hidoro. Oh, is that what I, where I should go next? Yes. All right. I'm going to go there next Then That'll be my next start. Because it dubs yeah. out now too, right?
0: Yes, on it Netflix.
1: Is. I'm in there.
0: So if unless you have anything to impart upon our audience.
1: That's about it for me.
0: All right, guys. You heard it from the man himself. If you appreciated today's episode or <laughs> wanted to add to the conversation. You can email us again at sibling rivalry clash, all one word, sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com. You can hit us up at the Tweety Tweets at sr clash underscore pod. Again, as of t- right now, it is two forty five p.m. on Sunday. As of three forty five p.m., the Tumblr blog Tumblr will be up to date in mm. that sibling sibling rivalry clash on Tumblr. Um, and as always, remember to attempt to rate us wherever you listen (laughs) attempt (laughs) or try comment (laughs) say hello whatever you want to do just look at it at least acknowledge that it's there
1: it helps us Uh,
0: but yeah itunes spotify google play stitcher TuneIn, and Castbox. and until then um i think i might have some
1: radioactive catfish for dinner oh gosh (laughs) that actually sounds kind of tasty i'm not gonna lie (laughs) well that's I kept thinking,
0: I'm like, well, if you guys kill a big fish, can you eat it? But then I was like, it's full of radioactivity. But um, doesn't that
1: like, you know, if you put cook something at like I, 160 no, degrees at least, it'll I, kill all I, the bacteria. Doesn't that work? That I don't, I don't
0: think radioactivity no.
1: works that way. it like. doesn't You can just out, cook it out I in the oven.
0: I think it actually concentrates. <laughs> <in cooking. laughs>
1: so it might give me superpowers, is what you're saying.
0: You're gonna be eating green glowing fish. <laughs> And you might not
1: feel great afterwards. I'm going to turn into Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm going to turn into Hulk. Fly back home. (laughs) Not the Hulk. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: So, yeah, until then, guys, hit us up. Let us know what you're doing, how you're surviving, how you feel. We're Mm -hmm. here to listen. Whatever you want to talk about. Whatever. But, yeah, we'll see you next week.
1: Love you guys.
0: Bye.
2: Bye. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.